0: I'm your host, Madeline, and welcome to The Courageous Podcast, where you will hear inspirational stories every Monday and Thursday of everyday people who will share how they found strength, hope, and faith in the midst of adversity. Let's get ready to be inspired. So today we have Ismael Hernandez, also known to many as Brad. He's a son, brother father, husband, friend, and most importantly, a believer in Christ. Welcome Brad. Thanks for being on the show today. I'm so excited.
1: Uh God bless you man. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you today and to share my story with you.
0: So, obviously when I was thinking about putting together the Courageous Podcast, you were definitely one of the stories that came top of mind. We've known each other for many years, a dear friend to my husband since you were teenagers. And obviously, I know your journey and and what you've been through. So please take us back where you went through something very difficult and how that situation changed your life forever.
1: quick snippet from my history. I was a father at 18 to my son, Jesse. One year after his birth, I met my late wife, Naomi. Uh, We were together for 23 years, married 21. Pretty much Naomi raised Jesse as her own alongside Me, during our marriage, Naomi and I longed to have our own family. Unfortunately, for several years, we did several attempts in in vitro. During that time, we were notified by our doctor that uh, Naomi couldn't have children. After several years trying and fast-forwarding 16 years later in our marriage, our faith in God, while we walk through this journey together, our amazing big God blesses us with an awesome and beautiful miracle daughter Sophia, for us, we always knew nothing is impossible for our God. Unfortunately, through that whole journey, the most difficult time was when Naomi was diagnosed with breast cancer on her birthday, to top it off.
0: Wow. Going through infertility is very, very difficult. You know, Rob and I went through something similar, not obviously as difficult as you and Naomi, but... I know you guys tried for a very long time and, and you're right. Sophia was definitely a miracle baby. You know, it's the moment when you stop worrying about it and stop wanting it that God just says, Okay, I think you're ready. And so obviously hearing that that diagnosis for Naomi, knowing that your wife now has breast cancer, how did you feel in that moment when when you got the news?
1: First of all, during that in vitro, man, it was an emotional roller coaster throughout those years, the ups and downs. And then uh, after Sophia being born, and then we get the news of her having cancer, it was devastating. Uh, I, I couldn't even explain it. It was like a knife was just put into me and being turned inside my gut. It was horrible for me as a husband, as a father, as her best friend. It was devastating.
0: And how did, how did Naomi handle her diagnosis? Because I know she was a great woman of faith. What was her first thoughts around this diagnosis?
1: Oh, she she was a beast. Uh, she didn't receive that. She was a faithful woman in God. You can attest to that. She was just a powerful woman. She was used by God in so many aspects. You read about the centurion man and bleeding woman, their faith. Mm-hmm. I personally put her in that category, how her faith was that strong. She fought to the end. You know, of course, us as humans, we have our moments, but uh, both of us decided, okay, one minute or two, let it all out, release it after that, get back on your feet and fight this head on. That's exactly what she did. She was, she was a beast. There's no denying that.
0: I love it. And I know there is there's tons of people out there that, can definitely relate to her strength did you feel that at times maybe she was stronger than you were
1: oh absolutely you know us men we're not gonna lie i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i get a cold and i'm a big baby <laughs> women women go through so much physically especially during birth and stuff like that and they're they're beasts they deny their pain and they just keep pushing forward me honestly i i don't know how i would handle it but Definitely, she, she punked me, and I, I have no shame. Through it all, through her Facebook page, you could see all the good with the bad, you know, on her journey. And it, it was a, an experience that, as you read, you could see majority of her strength, and it was awesome.
0: And so how long was she battling cancer?
1: Well, uh, she was diagnosed on December 27, 2012. Unfortunately, she did not make it to her next birthday. Uh, the Lord took her on December 5th, 2013.
0: Wow. And so how did it feel? You're now a widow. You have a beautiful four-year-old daughter. How did it feel to know that, that you just lost your wife?
1: Oh, it was devastating. Here we are. We uh, Our journey of trying to have a child and conceive a child, and we're blessed with Sophia. And four years later, she gets diagnosed with cancer and passes away. And it was just it was heartbreaking. Uh, I had to step up. You know, I was like, here I am, a widow. I got to take care of my daughter. I don't even have time to grieve. I have to just step it up, make sure my daughter is strong. Mm-hmm. Let nothing deter her or give her any weakness to fall apart. You just got to be strong and let her know hey, this is tough, but we're going to get through this no matter what.
0: I remember that there were times when, you know, you would video her and put it on Facebook and social media, and she would say the most encouraging and inspiring things. How did she handle that that news and and the reality of, of losing her mom?
1: Uh, honestly, uh, us being rooted in the word helped us big time. Uh, during that process, that journey, Being believers, uh, Sophia, when she was young, we already knew she was gifted. God has blessed her, she's anointed. For me, during that time of being a widow, I had to make sure, hey, you gotta keep this kid rooted on the Word, because she's gonna do great and mighty things and I'm gonna be held accountable for that. This kid, at times in my darkest moments where I feel like I was drifting into a dark place, would come and say, Dad, this verse, it just came to me. I want to share it with you, or she'll come and at a crucial moment at my time where you know something might have triggered something, and she just came out of nowhere, gave me a hug, said, "I love you, Daddy." You know, those those were awesome moments. Those kept me going because being a widow, losing your wife, and you know, I don't, I had no idea what my daughter's going through at that time. I'm never, right. I never lost a mom, you know, especially at that young age. It was crucial you know, how God used her in a mighty way. It was unbelievable. And still to this day, he uses her.
0: I love that. She definitely, she 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 touches everybody that, you know, everybody that knows her, everybody that encounters her just sees that light and, and how amazing she is. And when I think about your story, and, you know, Rob and I have talked this a couple times, it's amazing how for such a long time you weren't able to have a child. And now you have this child, you lose your wife, but could you imagine what your life would have been like if you hadn't had your daughter? You know, if God had not blessed you and you had to go through this challenge alone, not having that little girl.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think about that all the time. God I, I knew what he was doing. He called Naomi to heaven and he was like, you know what, let me leave him a gift because this gift of keeping rooted and on the right path. Because honestly, I don't don't think I would have survived without her. Keeping her real, being straightforward, it was devastating.
0: It's interesting how through such a difficult time, you know, that there are times when people can't see a blessing, you know, still. And the fact that you realize that although you miss your wife and you can still see God blessing you, with your daughter and using her to encourage you, you know, every single day and at the exact right time. Looking back, is there anything that that you would have done differently or that you think you could have done differently?
1: Well, first of all, during that journey uh, with Sophia and the time, you know, after her mom's loss, quitting wasn't an option, not in the house, you know. And uh, right. looking back, where can I begin? There's so many things I could look back and say, what could I, Could I have done this or that? Don't get me wrong. I've been blessed to live a life that I have. I've had struggles, you know, and I fought through some tough times. But those times and that journey have made me the man I am today. Uh, I wouldn't change that for the world. During Naomi's diagnosis, I think I would have probably been more proactive as far as like, what would you say, researching more about cancer. Mm -hmm. One thing during that journey, uh, you know, I respect the and. She was rooted and she had faith and she was like, no, I'm good. I'm here in this clinic and I'm trusting in God and I'm good. And I supported her decision. But at the same time, I was like, what could I have done? You know, just like the four gospels, they all have their own perspective on mm-hmm. Jesus' life. So at the same time, we have to be wise sometimes and say, you know what? Let me get different opinions to see on this situation what could be done. Right, And that's a decision that I wish I could have done and been more proactive. Other than that, I look at it like, you know, I stood rooted with her and gave her all the support she needed. And I can't have no regrets. I can't. Right. You know, I can't think about it. The only thing, you know, it's just heartbreaking and sad of losing a loved one. And you're always going to have that fight in your head. Man, I wish I could have did this. I wish I could have did that. Right, But at the end, I say as long as you're toe-to-toe, standing next to them, supporting your loved ones, that's all.
0: That right. Why did you think that, you know, it was important to share your story with us today?
1: Well, honestly, to share my story, I feel it can encourage someone. Not only that, but it's also a hope during your grieving process because you have to share your story. You can't keep it inside. Me, to be honest, Naomi's been gone close to seven years already i think it is just now when i'm slowly grieving the process it's okay. it's a journey that i've created because i had to step up for my daughter at that time
0: i didn't realize i mean i i've you know i've mourned but mourning somebody like that like you said your wife you know your mother a child i mean is just something that i'm sure is just out of this world that that no one can prepare you for, you know, that God can't even prepare you for. But but he can definitely give you the strength uh, when you have none to get through it and surround you with the right things and the right people to kind of support you during that process. So if someone's listening today and, and they're going through something similar or they've already been through something similar, maybe they haven't had the opportunity like you to, to mourn, or to grieve, you know, what advice could you give somebody today that's been in a similar situation?
1: Well, honestly, I I pray that God gives them the strength and comfort during this time of their journey. Personally, if it wasn't for our belief, my belief and faith in God, I don't know where I would have been. But along the journey, you know, even during chemo and stuff, I would see uh, some patients and they had no belief in God. It it was sad how some of them, they they looked, you know, sad and depressed. And Mm -hmm. we would go in there during chemo and smiles. Even the nurses would be like, hey, how you doing? This a cool couple, all smiley and heading this on, you know, straight forward. And we're like, yeah, you know, our trust is in God and we're here. And, you know, he's just using you guys, you know, Mm -hmm. take care of the rest. Patients will see us and they would be like, oh, that's the cool couple, you know, they're always smiling. All that we can say is keep your head up. And if you're not a believer, it would be a good time to be a believer because I'm going to tell you straight up, God will give you the strength where you think you have no strength at all.
0: I wanted to ask you a question. I know that day that um, Naomi passed, you know, you had called my husband in the middle of the night and said, hey, can you come? And I remember that day so, so vividly. It's like my heart just kind of dropped. And he said that when he went there, you know, it was so difficult to see her, you know, knowing that you guys were going to lose her. But he did say that um, she still was so strong at that time. And she said one, some final words that I think were so, so powerful. Would you be able to share that with us today?
1: During that time, she was a beast. It's like... uh... The most vivid thing I remember was her raising her fist up in the air. I got this. To see her during that time on her journey where it was maybe hours before her passing, it was just to see that picture, it felt like I was watching Rocky all over Mm. again during his triumph and all. I love that. And, And it was unbelievable. I like, man, the energy that she possessed still. And her last breath, you know, was amazing right. in her faith. And that alone will be etched in my mind forever. That's what you call a, a true faithful person. Through thick and thin, she still faithful. And, you know, that's an example and a legacy that she etched in my mind for a long time.
0: I know she could have easily turned against God. Because, you know, that happens to a lot of people where they get angry at God and they say, why? Why me? Why did this happen to me? Or you could have done that. You know, you could have, have been angry. And I think, you know, as humans, we, we get upset. We wonder why, you know, why did it happen? But I'm so glad that she really represented true faith, true strength, and and giving the glory to God, knowing that whatever his plan was, whether it was to be healed here or in heaven, that she was gonna be strong enough to accept and receive God's love no matter what that was. And I love that, I love that about her. And it's just amazing even today to still think about how she's impacted so many, so many people and people talk about her all the time. And it reminds you that she has left an amazing legacy to you and to Sophia and to her family that's just gonna to continue to live on and on. And so I wanted you to share, you know, what does your life look like right now? What's going on with Sophia seven years later now? She's a young lady. What is she doing now? And and just tell me what's going on in your life at this very moment.
1: There's so much with Sophia. She's a handful. She's a character. Uh, I call her the Energizer Bunny. It's, uh could sleep three hours and she'll still be full of energy. She has <laughs> She has that spunk in her, you know? Her mind's always mm-hmm. racing. But, uh, yeah, this kid, she's involved in softball, basketball. Uh, she, she was involved in gymnastics for quite some time. She's even thinking about playing soccer. Hopefully, uh, during this COVID situation, uh, they
0: can mm-hmm. get back
1: at it, you know? Because uh, right. she surely misses all the action of playing, you know? Yeah, And academically, this kid's a genius, you know, Uh, not to brag, but this kid, even through her practices during the week, three or four times during the week and schoolwork, this kid maintains a straight A's. She's involved in church. She has a sponge for a memory. Oh, man. The proudest moment was during Bible Bowl. I don't know if you remember. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was that day will forever be a memory that will be etched in my mind forever Mm because that was one of the proudest moments in our lives to see her up there. And the way she did it was, you could see the anointing over her, even at that young age. And, you know, many were able to witness it. Also, I met an awesome, amazing woman on the set. You know, God sent her our way and I was blessed to have a woman of God, a believer of Prayer warrior, you know, to be alongside me and raising Sophia on this journey together as a family, and you know, it's an adjustment, but right, know, God, God has been with us, and it was honestly God ordained, you know, two broken mm-hmm. people going through some rough times, and God unites us. She's been my support, you know, she's been Sophia's support, and I'm blessed to have her. She's awesome
0: that's awesome so can I ask you do you feel that you found peace again love again you know that good things have come your way finally
1: oh yes you know definitely uh good things come you know it, it's gonna take time it's it's a process uh like I mentioned earlier you know it's it's now that I'm actually grieving and uh I have my wife alongside me, the set, who's playing a big, intricate role in that, and she's been my support uh, as well as Sofia's. You know, it's been amazing. The journey is not easy, but yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta keep fighting forward. You gotta keep fighting for happiness. In the midst of it all, you just gotta show love, regardless mm-hmm. of the situation. Be kind and loving to one another. That's the only way to get through it.
0: Absolutely. Wonderful. I know you mentioned that Naomi chronicled, obviously, her journey. How can people connect and kind of see that journey if they're going through something similar and and they want to draw strength from what what you guys did as a family to kind of encourage other people?
1: During that journey, we were very private, very private and um, Personally, I was like, I not, I wasn't trusting nobody. But for some, <laughs> for some reason, God tugged at my heart and said, "You know what? Uh, you need to display this and support Naomi and be transparent through this whole process." And so we came up with the "Fight the Hell Out of Cancer, Naomi Win" Facebook page, and there she blocked everything. She she, mm-hmm. she didn't sugarcoat nothing. She the good times and the rough times. I believe there was a a video she showed where she was barely able to walk up the stairs. uh, Wow. It affected so many people, but that's how she was. She was like, hey, yeah, I got this, but I'm not going to let this defeat me. I'm going to show you keep fighting, you know, encouraging other cancer patients. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. The response, even during her celebration, people would be like, oh, man, wasn't amazing. I never met her personally, but I followed her blog, and I was touched. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: know, during the celebration, I was just shocked at how how many people showed up that we didn't even personally knew. Yes. Uh, They knew her through the blog on Facebook.
0: That was powerful, let me tell you. To be a part of her celebration, I've never, ever seen anything like that. I've never experienced anything like that. And it just proves what I said earlier is that she has left a legacy to strangers, you know, not just you guys, but strangers to look at life differently and realize that, hey, you know what, I'm going through this difficult thing. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to trust that whatever that is, I'm going to get through it. And, you know, I'm strong enough to get through this, whatever comes my way. And I know that you also were supporting another another organization Sepulveda Foundation, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, awesome woman I met through Naomi's mom, Alice, my mother-in-law. It's the Sepulveda Foundation for Cancer Fighters. Quick glimpse, uh, Yvette, which is her name, lost her husband to cancer as well. and She goes out to the hospitals, makes care packages, and just you know, gives them an encouraging word, a hug, you know, or even mm-hmm. uh, hygiene needs, you know, because during cancer, need certain products because as your immune system gets weakened, you can't just place anything in your system. So she's able to make care packages, pass out Bibles, and stuff like that. And I'm a big supporter of her. She does an amazing job and she is consistent in giving hope to these patients.
0: Amazing. I love that. Well, Brett, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the Courageous Podcast. I know that your story is going to impact many, many people out there. I'm excited to have been part of this journey and and see where, where you are now with your wife and your beautiful daughter. And I know that the reason that you went through this, obviously, like you said, has totally made you look at life differently and has made you a better man. And I love that you said that. And I know that God is going to continue to bless you and just use you because you were faithful and you trusted in his plan. So thanks again.
1: Amen. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. God bless you for what you're doing to encourage those out there who are listening. Keep the faith. Never lose hope and continue to push push forward and know that Jesus loves you
0: amen thanks so much brad all
1: right thank you be blessed
0: hey courageous community thanks so much for joining us i hope you were encouraged today if you have a courageous story or want to connect with today's guest email us at courageouspodcast 2020 at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook and instagram at courageous podcast until next time continue to be strong and courageous